Hello, welcome to Nature's Last Call, another podcast, little uh, truck talk edition as we're heading back from our uh, hunting trip in South Dakota, back to Wisconsin, so we figured we'd just kind of talk a little bit. Um, I'm Matt, Adam's in the truck. Yep, I'm Adam, driving. Yep, Luke is not with us, he's in a different vehicle, so we're we're down one member of the Nature's Last Call crew, but... uh, We'll get him back. We'll get him back on here at some day. We were just kind of on our way back and thinking, boy, we should really kind of talk about some of the things we did this weekend, but not the whole trip because we'll definitely save that. Yeah, it's for has got to be around too. Yeah, when we're all together. So we're currently, we actually just kind of had a little bit of a, a, a funny little, thing. A little detour. Yeah, a little detour happened. We were in hour eight, hour nine of our yeah. trip home. We're almost home. It's about a, a little over a nine-hour trip. From South Dakota to our house in southeastern Wisconsin, our homes, and we're driving along on I-90 out of, outside of Madison, heading down towards uh, where we get off. And all of a sudden, Adam looks up, and what do you say, Adam? You said, <laughs> "Look, we're in Illinois." <laughs> Sign says, "Welcome to Illinois." So we had a quick turnaround and get the hell out of Illinois and head back. We just wanted to hit another state is what it was. No, well, the laptop and the mic and all that stuff was in my backpack. I'm yeah. driving, so I'm trying to navigate Matt through my backpack. Yeah, to get everything out. But... Watch out for my toothbrush. <laughs> but, and get it up and working. So here we are. Here we are. But sorry for the long delay about getting the podcast out. It has been very busy for all three of us to get together. I know that we will be spending more time together because of our hunting, so we'll we'll definitely you know try to record on site as we leave hunting spots. Or hunting season is here. It's here. It started. It started with us this weekend in South Dakota. It officially began. How many years have you been going out there? This was my fourth year, and I don't know for sure, but I want to say probably eight years, eight or ten years, when we've been going with Luke's family. Yeah. That's where the original invite came. He'll tell you more about that at a later date. But while we were out there, we plan on coming back out again during Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, long, yeah, long extended, you know, come out the day before Thanksgiving and stay to that Sunday. So it's like Tuesday night into Sunday. And bring our families with. Yep, first time that the women are out and the kids are out. Well, your daughter, Brooke's been out. Brooke came out last year. We didn't, well, going on Brooke so we didn't bring her this year she started high school so we're like all right well we didn't want her to miss school with everything going on I didn't apply for a license because it's a lottery system and then I tried getting a license so they did have where you could uh, offer your license back to the state if you did not feel comfortable with all the COVID going on regardless she did not come Uh, she did call probably twice a day (laughs) figured out where we hunted what we got what we were doing it was funny her remembering the things that we did last year. So then she would just simply say, you know, talking about the slew that we hunted, is it the same? And she remembered all those details. So that was pretty cool. Which was good. Yeah. I'll jump back to Brooke. So before this weekend, last week went and was youth waterfowl season in Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, I had been scouting a couple public spots around. Uh couple weeks beforehand and let's say if if this year is anything like how this season has started it's gonna be a banger because uh, 
Saturday morning, we're at a public ground. We got two, kind of like two sloughs, and there's a channel in between with a beaver dam. So we set up there, just her and I, a handful of decoys. Anybody else out there? No, you guys are No, we're the only ones out there. Which is amazing. Um, we hiked into the spot that we were at. So I'm like, look, I knew what the ground was like. You never know if it changes or not. It's a pretty hard bottom. Uh, with the only bad part is there's some big rocks in there, so it can be like some ankle twisters as you're trying to set your decoys. Set the decoys, we're out there before light, we're standing in the water right along the shoreline. Two ducks, like just as shooting time happens, two ducks rocket through the channel. Just about touchdown, boom, she knocks one down. It's a nice Drake Wood duck. Like, sweet. Uh, just leave it there. So. Don't touch it. It's you know she's excited. She's on and the a, board and a Drake and to get on the board with a Drake wood duck. Yep. What a, what a fantastic duck to start your season with. Uh, then I don't know. A little bit of time goes by. Two more come rocketing through. Uh, two blue wing teal drops one of them. Like, all right. So. First, I went out and got the wood duck. No, she went out and got the wood duck. She's like, I'm getting all the ducks now. I'm like, okay, the bo bottom's nice. She's got waders. Last you probably year. saw that. That was the photo you posted on our Nature's Last Call Instagram page yep. of her so, holding the wood duck. So that's, she's excited. She's got waders and like, it's like a fish in water. I'm like, just wait until you go in over your waders <laughs> and the water's cold. Right now, the water's still pretty warm. Uh, so needless to say, uh, that's two ducks. Another group of teal come in, shot another duck, then a little slow, some misses. She had some misses. And uh, we went through, and all of a sudden, two more come down. So we had blue wing, then we had green wing teal. She knocks one of those down. Another group come through, knocks one of those down. So she ended her day with a five duck total. Uh, that's fantastic. Which is really, and for us, man, if you can if you can pick up a duck or two, you're doing great. Right, right. She's the only one shooting. She retrieved all of her ducks, and she's like, well, I'm going to pick up the decoys. All right. <laughs> Dad's thinking, I kind of like this. I sat in the chair at the end, and I took pictures. So that's some of the pictures that I posted. Yeah. Um, so because it was so good, I thought, well, we got to do this again tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to go to the same spot. We're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, nothing really changed. The weather didn't change. Uh, we did see a bow hunter. He was excited to see somebody young going out. Uh, it's on that public land. You can also bow hunt. How'd you guys do? I said, well, yesterday we were out there. We did. She did really good. All right. So he was excited. And we sat there. There were there were two ducks in the very beginning. That came through, did a quick touchdown, and that was it. We saw ducks flying in the distance, but you're shooting local ducks, so I, I guess it's my thing, you know. You, do you really think the local ducks are? I mean, if they want in, they're going to get in. Right. But I just, she just shot them up the day before, so yeah. they weren't around. I'm like, all right, let's pull them. So we pull them. We, I don't know if I told you this part. How do you work this cruise? Hold on. Uh, we pull the decoys, we go home. Then you hit the bottom, what's this set? My 
I've only been driving for how long? <laughs> yeah. uh, my GSP did not go waterfowl hunting with us. He is mad, pissed off. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna go for a hike. We'll go to a separate public land. It's tall grass. There's some ponds in the back. He was in the he was in the truck with you though. Not when we went hunting. We okay, came back and picked, picked him up. up. Okay. And I picked up my younger daughter. Okay. So we all went for a hike. We are excited. Brooks got her gun. Maybe we can jump a duck. Maybe you can shoot a goose. We hike back there. We're back there quite a while. The dogs running all over. He kind of runs off because he's not listening. Obviously, he was on to something. We get him back, and it's all muck. No more than we go another 30 yards, he's on point. All right. It's between knee to waist-high grass and weeds and flowers. And my younger daughter's picking a bouquet of flowers as we're doing this. So I'm taking the time paying attention to that. And uh, he breaks point, moves like 10 feet. I'm like, well, there's something in the grass. The girls are behind me. I'm like, just stay there. Breaks point, moves another 10 feet. I'm like, something's moving. With that, he gets sprayed by a skunk. Oh, God. It's his second oh time. God. Last year he started this. Last year he started pheasant season. Getting Get sprayed, sprayed by, by a skunk. skunk. I remember that. Yep. 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 So uh, Sunday was not as productive as Saturday, <laughs> but he did get a couple good baths. <laughs> so he's nice and clean. Yeah. He and he, he can't be mad about that. No, and he does smell a little bit, still like a skunk. Oh boy. We do the hydrogen peroxide, baking soda, and Dawn dish soap, and wash and wash and wash. Then my wife's, uh, you know, we got some dog shampoo, and then she puts in some of the doTERRA oils every once in a while. Yeah. You know, makes them smell all pretty. <laughs> that's a, that's how that's how a hunting dog should smell yep. pretty. Yeah. But, but youth waterfowl, sorry to interrupt all that, but nope. youth waterfowl was really good. And that's exciting, because that's, so... So really, you kind of started your season last weekend with youth waterfowl being yeah. there as, as a mentor. I guess, yeah. And being yeah. able to see your Just daughter shoot. Just watching it work. It's yeah, like, that's fantastic. It's incredible, yeah. Yeah. So then we officially pulled the trigger on our season and the guns this weekend. Again, we'll talk about that more. Shot some ducks, though. We'll kind of talk about uh, with Luke about um, the numbers and the production and kind of what we did. But uh, while we were out there... As going back to Adam's point, we're saying that we're coming back in Thanksgiving. We decided on Sunday, football game comes on. Um, a couple of, you know, the two guys wanted to, Luke and his brother-in-law wanted to stay back and watch the game. I kind of, Adam and I wanted to start scouting some spots for uh, Thanksgiving weekend. So that's what we did. She's walking alongside She's the She's walking alongside the interstate. What is she doing? It's the weirdest thing ever. So got in the truck, decided to drive towards Aberdeen and check out some uh, some public spots along the way. There, what, there's there's walk-in spots, there's like waterfowl. There's walk-in spots, there's um, game production areas, and then there's crep land. Okay. So we checked out a little mixture of all, all, you know, all the different types of land. And I gotta say, there's a lot out there. It's just kind of knowing... And it's good that we did this. And, and when we took the trip last year to Iowa, we got up Saturday morning. We just found a spot. We went in there and hunted. Yeah. And it's live and learn. That was our first time going somewhere else. That we've trying ever been somewhere. To, like, yeah. Let's try it. 
then on Sunday of that weekend last year, we drove around. We looked at a couple spots on the maps. We drove around, saw birds, heard birds, hunted that spot, got gutter bird. Yeah. So it pays off. So that's why we decided to do this. And Adam, you reached out to Casey. I can't think of where he's from, but Casey um, Weissmantle from Hunt Fish. South Dakota co-op. We had to Aberdeen area. We had talked to him at Pheasant Fest yep. when he was up in Minneapolis. And yep, he was super informative yep, and nice uh, talking to us. And told us all about the different areas and Aberdeen and what they offer. And I talked blah, to him blah, a blah, couple blah. times since. Yeah. Um, and every time he ends it, if you ever got any information, if you got any questions or any information, send me a message, call, whatever, look me up. So it was Sunday, we're out driving around, and I'm like, I don't want to take your spots, but can you tell me, you know, for some of these public, what's the, like, the plot book that we have? It's the it's the hunting atlas, the South Dakota hunting atlas. And, this it's, year. and it's crazy out there, because it's, it's something that we're not used to, just being in Wisconsin, because the road, I mean, it's all square mile roads. It's all sections. It's yeah, all so sections. It's a grid system. It's a grid system. It's easy to follow along, make notes on the book. We have a few spots in mind that we're going to check out over Thanksgiving if everything comes together. And I think we do the same thing we did in Iowa. And part of that scouting is check these spots out, see if we see signs of birds, hear them, hunt the spots, and move on to the next thing. Yep. They are uh, so they're currently, so hope, we're hoping to get this podcast out here real soon. Uh, yep. Currently, they are harvesting beans. Yep. A lot of beans are down. As a matter of fact, when we hunted Saturday morning, the sloughs that we hunted were near beans. Yeah. We went back Sunday, the beans are gone. They harvested those beans. Beans are out. Yep. 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 So they're harvesting. And uh, chopping corn. Yep. So we didn't see gone. anybody. Yeah, wheat's gone. I didn't see anybody combining corn, but they were combining beans, chopping corn. I suppose we can touch into water level. Water level is down. It's down, yeah, where we hunt. So I did notice a lot of the, it looks like the, the ditch, a lot of the ditches were mowed. Yeah. Um, a lot of the creep land, the CREP, uh, if they could get to it, some of it they mow or they harvest, it looked like. If I'm not mistaken by, by identifying it right. But then also, so if you've got the spot where you're, your crop is if it's corn or if it's soybeans and they haven't gotten to the soybeans yet because the water level is lower so where the water and the, the space between the water and that crop they're going through there with the disc or they're tilling it up some yeah so that's killing probably or not killing but it's, it's taking away some low it's taking away some yeah. cover i would say yep. which we noticed in quite a few spots yep so that's kind of the that's kind of what we did um, as far as scouting. We're we're gonna kind of compile notes and and make a plan for that Thanksgiving weekend and probably share that with you guys as as we move through the process. But um, Luke, when he was with his brother-in-law scouting for waterfowl spots, he saw a couple of nice uh, upland spots that he took pictures of. And and I'll tell you, it's nice sitting in a in a slough or a pond someplace and you hear roosters yep, cackling in did. the distance. Yes, as the that. sun's setting. The roosters were cackling. Yep, so that was nice to hear. But um, that's about it for this uh, this impromptu podcast, guys. Well, we listened to 
I don't know how many podcasts. Yeah, today. we did. We listened to quite a there few. There and back, and then you missed What's the our mileage so far this trip. I think you hit the button down. You hit the button down. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Well, we're getting 22 miles per gallon. That's not too bad. Uh, there it is. So 1528. 15, yeah. 1528 miles this trip so, so far. So we'll probably be just about 1600 miles by the time we get yeah, home. Yeah, by the time we get home. Well, that little detour in Illinois. Yeah. That helped well, out. I wanted to hit another state. That's right. That's right. But other than that, um, as, as always, even this truck talk section session of uh, the podcast, we're going to end with a last call. My last call... I have two last calls, actually. Can I do two? Yeah. I now have something to add. Well, I got, yeah. You do two. Right. I'll do two. So my first last call is, while we were scouting in Aberdeen, Adam is pulling up on the phone like gun shops in the area. So we found one. It was called Sodak Sports. It was on Highway 281 in Aberdeen. Kind of towards the outside. As you're on 12, going on outside of Aberdeen. West side of Aberdeen. Yeah, on the west side of Aberdeen great place. It's a circular building. It's a goofy looking building from the outside. It's like a golf ball cut in half. It doesn't yeah. have dimples on it, but it's smooth or a yep. blue or something. I don't yeah. know. I've never seen a, that kind of building before. Me neither. And the the guys in there were super nice. They have tons of stuff. Ton, different selection of firearms, um, clothing, the all old, that good stuff. The old pumps, 410, was it like a Model 42? So they had, yep. they had plenty. I mean, they got a ton of new stuff. And they had ammo and they have uh, no nine millimeter though. Some gear, like, no, oh, no, no. Some gear. Well. So they had they gear. some upland gear, some fast and quality stuff. stuff. You know the Filson, the Game Hide, yeah. all the quality stuff. So they have new stuff, and then they had some of the older guns, yeah. which I thought was nice. And if you're looking from the building from the outside, it's a two-story building, which it doesn't look like a two-story. No. It's an no. upstairs. All the clothing's upstairs. Yeah. But that's my first last call. If you're in the area, you ever out there, check them out. Nice, uh, nice place. That was my. That was my uh, second that, part. Was of it? My, yes. And then uh, <laughs> my other thing is. Guys, the importance of creating relationships in this sport. Um, for instance, this Casey uh, Weissmantel from the Aberdeen area, you know, from that from the uh, visitors bureau. Fantastic. I mean, for him to answer your message on a Sunday and say, "Yeah, check this out. You know, this is what you want to look for. Let me know if you have any more questions." That's what makes this sport fantastic as we're all in this together we had a guy stop last night yeah yeah at our cabin and older gentleman by himself he's spending a month up in south dakota where did he come from texas texas he's from texas and he's spending a month up through october october 31st he's never done this before he loaded up his dog and his truck and he's spending a month up here and he saw us with ducks and he kind of wanted to know where we were hunting and we told him where we hunt, guys, it's private land, but we also do some public. We told them about what to look for for some public game, some pointers. And we'll talk more about that later, but um, just it's all in helping one another to make the sport grow and, ha- and let others enjoy the sport. So that's my last well, call. Yeah, he was like a biologist or something. He was, uh, he was a retired, um, yeah. I don't know. What, nice guy. Very nice guy. And what an adventure to be on. Yeah. So that's my last call. Uh, my last call is to stay safe. So through most of this stuff, you're driving, you're hunting, you're probably working harder in the time that you're working so that you can get off so you can go and hunt or you're probably getting less sleep. So as you're traveling around, try not to miss the stops and go into a different state, <laughs> but uh, just to stay safe. 
so we can hunt again. Absolutely. That's my last call. Well, usually we end with opening up a beer, but we can't do that. We're in the truck. No. I have a water bottle here. Crackle your water bottle. Yeah, but anyways, guys, take care, and uh, we will catch you on the next podcast of Nature's Last Call. Thanks for listening.